I'm looking through our YouTube views, <laughs> um, you know, like the uh, the original Bob and Kevin show, and some of these are just downright neglected. Nobody likes us on YouTube, Bob. Well, I mean, we're not really promoting that channel, but it is kind of interesting, though, that some... Whoa, why? Oh, that's episode 14. I was like, why is that one showing? Oh, this is so funny. Yeah, first of all, the channel's not maintained at all, so that's a problem. <laughs> well, there's that, but I mean, some of these episodes just, you know, never got in into the 50s. Speaking of which, we just probably released episode 50 recently. Well, hopefully you're going to listen to episode 51 after episode 50. I probably won't release episode 51 until after episode 50 has been released. Yeah, so I think that'll take care of itself. So uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, what do you want to do for this episode? Do we want to talk about anything current or we just want to jump in and reflect? Well, I think there has been some odd stuff going on out there, right? Yeah. Um, Facebook... I think since our last uh, get together, I don't know. I don't know if we talked about last episode or not, but there's kind of like new revelations, Cambridge Analytica style that, oops, more developers had access to data than we originally planned, right? Yeah, and they're crying that, uh, that it was never their intention to monitor what other developers were doing with the data. That, it just seems like such a cop out. That, uh, that's crazy. And then uh, we have the whole Mark Zuckerberg recordings where he's allegedly afraid well we should be afraid or whatever he says if elizabeth warren gets elected right yeah i think we're gonna do that one as its own little fun episode because i think that those sound bites are public domain so i I think i would like to break down that one by one so maybe that's a a future episode yeah because because i think that the gist is he wants to sue the government basically if that happens so he wants to sue them, but he's also went on the record begging for the government to regulate him, right? I think he is much like our current state of politics, where he will say what he needs to to get through the moment, and no more, no less. I'm trying to get your levels up here. Uh, for those listening at home, uh, I don't think we mentioned that uh, we are broadcasting from the same, or we're recording, not broadcasting, in the same room for the first time ever. Ever. So we are coming to you recorded from, instead of live from Boulder, Colorado. We have the, uh, was it the uh, front range? Is that what it's called, Bob? Yes. Just outside? Uh, the flat irons. Yes. The flat irons and the front range. Flat irons are just part of the front range. So the, we've been through 50 plus episodes on the podcast and... I was always going to look how many episodes we ever did on YouTube before we said F that. I think it's in the 30s. It's kind of scary. Yeah. So and sad. <laughs> what's weird is we've never been in the same room for any of those YouTube episodes or any podcast episodes. Yeah, well over a year of doing this. Until today. Yes. Right now. Well over a year, though. And that's interesting. We have a very, if we could paint a picture for the casual listener, we have a very Joe Rogan setup. Bob is directly across from me. We've got some gear in the middle. We're both rocking the headphones. Bob's doing his usual uh, tweaking of the knobs to uh, get, dial in the, the audio just right. So it's kind of a different experience. It almost, almost feels like a real podcast. It does. <laughs> Maybe we've grown up after. I mean, we really have been going at this. I know we did a New Year's Day episode. Was that our second or third YouTube episode? 
I think we started in November of 2017-ish. Black Friday. Yeah. Black um, Friday was the first. So right around Thanksgiving then. No, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Right right in that general area, I think, is when we uh, did the YouTube thing. Ooh. Well, I'm thinking about it. If you've ever watched the YouTube episodes of The Bob and Kevin Show, and I'm actually not advocating that you do, <laughs> but if you happen to... Hey, now I have some favorites. We'll mention those. Not only can you see what we sort of used to look like, um, I have no idea... Yeah, we look a little different now. Different facial hair. And... <laughs> anyway, um, we do some different things in these episodes, and one of the things that the, was our com- common trope was Bob would say... Hey, Kevin, what are we doing today? No, not that one, Bob. Damn it. Oh, bring the lightning? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I only have two catchphrases. So. <laughs> right. So um, so let, maybe we should take the time. Thank to, God Showbot didn't cue the music then. Maybe we should take the time to explain what the hell bring the lightning is, Bob. Well, I don't know even what the hell bring the lightning is. Um, Kevin and I had a lot of fun doing our own video transitions, our own graphics for that show. And our logo at the time... So Bob and Kevin show logo V1. Was that the V1 logo? That was the shield? Yes. Yeah. So we had the BK shield. I think it was a BK shield. Um, And we were looking for cool stinger stuff to do with the logo, or I was when I was bored. And I thought that this cool lightning effect where lightning came down from the top of the screen and illuminated the logo on a silhouette, like it was just really dark and there's clouds. It's pretty... I was pretty happy with the whole effect. But anyway, it had lightning, and I guess that's how Bring the Lightning was born. Yeah, I mean, it's a really cool effect, but I, you know, if you were to just drop in on our podcast and at the end you're always like, why are they saying Bring the Lightning? What does it got to do with lightning? So it's kind of one of those weird thingamabobbers. So, so if you are listening today and you want to hit us up on the tweeters or, you know, I don't know, you can get in touch with us so many different ways. Hey. Have you ever wondered how you can get in touch with us at The Bob and Kevin Show? Well, first, you can try us via email at comments at bobandkevinshow.com. Or are you more into social? If so, you can find us on Twitter at Bob and Kevin Show. Or on Instagram as Bob N. Kevin Show. That's Bob, the letter N, Kevin Show. And if you're still on Facebook, you can even find us at facebook.com slash Bob and Kevin Show. And for the serious business fans... You can even find us on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash company slash the dash Bob dash Kevin dash show. How's that for a handle? Let's connect. Um, but if you want to reach out to us, tell us whether we should just ditch bring the lightning or not. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's just one of those weird things. Uh, other catchphrases we have, as you mentioned, hey, what are we doing today, Bob, or... Yeah, Kevin. fill in the blank. <laughs> exactly. Um, so now that we're, we're, we've are we crossed 50 episodes, um, what's your feeling? Was it a good move to get away from YouTube or not? Oh, 100%. I like this audio gig way better than... The video was a lot of work. Yeah, and um, a lot of people probably can't casually watch video as easy. So you can run, jog, drive a car and listen to a podcast where if you introduce video, you can rip the audio from that too. But we were very much into, hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Drawing your attention, right? Yeah, we did have a lot of visuals in the whole doing it live. That was pretty hilarious. And we do have an ongoing debate about 
doing this thing live maybe one day for fun, but uh, haven't quite pulled the trigger on scheduling that yet. But yeah, super glad. How about you? Were you glad we got away from the old YouTubes? Hundred uh, percent. I was. Uh, we're at a employee company retreat this weekend, which is my reason for being uh, in the Colorados or whatever you guys call it here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I had mentioned that, yeah, we were on YouTube, then we got banned, then we went podcast. Of course, if you just leave it like that, it sounds like we like did something wrong. Of course, we didn't, in my opinion, and we were later vindicated because YouTube pretty much said, oh yeah, you can have everything back, but it took about 90 days or however long it was, and it kind of ruins the mojo of a live streaming television show. Thank you, YouTube. Completely ruins it. We did do one or two episodes that we did intentionally as pre-recorded because we were in timeout. We were in live stream timeout. Yes. But um, I think that the episode that broke the camel's back is actually one of my favorite episodes of all time was that uh, the nosedive recap. Which like, is Black Mirror. Black Mirror nosedive, yep. And uh, that was a good episode, and we didn't even have the audio. Um, so, and we got shut down midstream, right? That was like really. That was really one, strange. yeah. We got yanked in the middle of that one, actually early. I think we got yanked from the live stream. We kept rolling, and we did put it up, and then we got dinged. Yeah, and we disputed. And Netflix is like, yeah, whatever, that's cool. And YouTube's like, okay, got it. And then they sat on their hands. Yeah. For... Then they let the clock tick for the rest of the timeout. They're suspension. like, you're not in trouble but we're not going to undo the punishment. Yeah, I took it on as like a part-time job to nag the shit out of them too. So Yeah, I mean, I get the the, the sheer volume of videos that they've got to police and the amount of legal liability and yada, 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 but come on. I mean, even Joe Rogan, we're listening to Joe Rogan today with more aliens, <laughs> and he, you know, he's even kind of like, whoa, 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 be careful. YouTube doesn't like XYZ. They could ban us or whatever. And that'd well, be- he has a serious lifestyle that he's grown accustomed to and i think is i think his youtube money is a big part of that (laughs) yeah i think we would uh probably be equally as cautious if we were monetizing on said things but uh that's another nice thing of being on the podcast you're (laughs) you're kind of syndicated on so many platforms to get completely banned it would be very difficult oh i thought another nice thing about you were going to say another nice thing about podcasting is we never have to worry about the money because there's just not enough volume. <laughs> well, there's that too. And I, I tweeted on the show handle recently that um, it's kind of uh, kind of a thing. We Our show premise is to pretty much say how we feel, whether it's right or wrong, and we don't really shill or kowtow to a sponsor or anything like that. The thoughts and opinions of Bob and Kevin of the Bob and Kevin show are exclusively the thoughts of Bob and Kevin and not the thoughts of their employers. Past present and probably not future if you'd like to be a sponsor get a hold of bob at bob and kevin show <laughs> um so uh that's a really nice thing about this and we've done 50 episodes and do you have a favorite that we've done so far bob oh jesus i have one that's definitely not my favorite just because i don't know it's the hipster thing for me to do to not like something that's popular our Aliens episode is by far our most popular, and it's become my least favorite because of that one. Um, gosh, we've had some really, we've had some really good ones, and I'm not really thinking of many of them off the top of my head. But um, I guess I could pull up the internet here and uh, 
You know, the recent ones, I think we're definitely hitting our stride better in covering controversial topics. Um, but I don't know. I liked so many of them. I think our, our Cambridge Analytica, the great hack, 044, is definitely up there for me for a favorite. How about you? Well, that one for me kind of validates some of the things we've ever talked about because at some point you're like, okay, there's these two two guys just talking about all these things that air quotes might be happening and then the great hack comes out and there's a lot of strong evidence um, that Facebook is just got no control. And um, that's kind of a common thing of the show. And then I think uh, one of my other favorite ones, um, oh, can I pick three? Yeah, okay. yeah, there's no rules here. Um, <laughs> the the Matrix, Enter the Matrix 046, that's one of my favorite because the simulation argument is just really fascinating to me. And it's really kind of scary and awesome at the same time. Oh, I have another one. Can I jump in? Yes. 036, the great AI debate. And I bet you that's mm. actually in one of your, that wasn't in your top third? I haven't scrolled down that far because I'm picking these as I scroll. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that this episode, 036, is probably where we really kind of blossomed into a, like we got more comfortable in our own skin doing this, I think, because we did bring out a lot of fact in that episode, but we also tons of like speculation and opinion. And it just was such a fun episode to record. Yeah, because it was pretty much plead your case type thing. And... That, that was a really... Oh, my gosh. As I scroll, episode 30, Ethics of Encryption of Backdoors. Oh, that was also a really that was good, a good one. one. That was a really good one. And that's also another one where we decided, you know, sometimes it's good to do a reaction show to another podcast, which sounds blasphemous, <laughs> but it's totally working. Devin Cow is pretty good, too. God. All right. So looking back, I'm actually... I've always been pretty proud of this, but... I'm actually more proud of it right. looking back. All right, let's let's rewind episode one. Have you ever listened to episode one like recently? Uh, no. I know we've talked about. I've watched episode one of the YouTube show. No, no. Oh well, <laughs> I, I don't recommend that. I think one. you ambushed me for that episode. Just yes, for the record, totally did, and we're still going, <laughs> which is even funnier. So yeah, I, I ambushed Bob in winter or late fall 2017. Like, hey, let's do that show we've been talking about. I test it. He goes, I, I'm trying out this new software. Ready? Three, two, one. We're live. <laughs> it, was, it was just, uh, I think it was just YouTube. Uh, oh, that's right. That was actually stream. Hangouts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you're right, Hangout. Uh, and then um, episode one of the podcast, I was like, oh, man, if somebody listens to our podcast right now, what is episode one going to give the impression? Will they even listen to episode two? And sure enough, I think it holds up pretty darn well. Bob, what are we doing today? We're talking about why we left YouTube and started this podcast thing. We're going to take a look at, uh, talk about some of that Facebook trial stuff. Uh, Apparently, Twitter has all of our passwords. We'll probably talk about that a little bit and uh, maybe talk about how the USA is going to figure out if we can even handle the mind-blowing concept of GDPR. So uh, I think that gives us a pretty good platform to start. And with that, how's it going, Kevin? It is a wonderful uh, Saturday, May the 5th. Um, uh, today is the also known as the day after Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you belated. And it's also Cinco de Mayo. So happy Cinco de Mayo to you. 
Yeah, I'm looking at the analytics, or I have looked at the analytics. I can't remember the last time somebody listened to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. They definitely, I mean, it's so funny in the podcast world, I think that they, for the most part, episodes have a pretty short shelf life. Yeah. Um, so we've always talked about evergreen versus current events. You certainly get, I think, a stronger pop for a shorter amount of time, a bigger bang, but that fizzles really quick on current events. But if you talk about evergreen things, um, it tends to go longer. So if we were to have an episode about open source software or can you make money here, some very kind of what I would consider very safe topics, we would probably have some steady you know, listens in there over time as opposed to, hey, did you hear what Mark Zuckerberg did last week? You know, it's kind of like, oh, well, that was two years ago, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's so many lessons learned because we were super, like, everything was, like, hot off the presses when we did the YouTube show. And I think we have started to get into broader, more evergreen topics with the podcast. Yeah, we, we, we've talked about, we've defined something called the Tupperware Party. And the Tupperware Party, for, for anyone listening, is basically your friends and your family so imagine you're selling Tupperware. And, and don't get it twisted. We love our Tupperware party <laughs> friends. <laughs> That's right. We do. But we feel like if we were to ask them to listen to our show, they would they would tell us, oh, yes, I would definitely listen. And they may do a token listen. And they may listen over time. But you, you cap out at your 20 listens per episode or something like that. And so what we've always talked about is to break out of the Tupperware party. And if you've never met Bob and Kevin... You are the, actually the ideal listener. Yes, because we we I mean, we know what the tight circle is, and we're actually pulling the curtain back pretty heavy here, talking about some of these numbers. But um, you know, it, for people who don't know us, I mean, we've picked up listens every state in the union except for Arkansas. <laughs> what the hell is wrong <laughs> with you, Arkansas? If there's anybody out there who's got a grandmother or aunt or you know second cousin twice removed who lives in Arkansas, who also maybe lives in the same house as you, um, you know, just have them give it a listen. <laughs> or, or somebody use a VPN and say that they're from Arkansas via VPN, because we just want to get that one, that one Arkansas download. Is that too much to ask for? No, it's not at all. Um, <laughs> what might be too much to ask for is we have the issue of guests. And so I'm looking at episode 004 with Mr. Tom Clark, comedian. Um, that actually was one of my favorites, too. <laughs> God, so many. And um, having Tom on was great. Um, what is difficult, though, is a guest of any kind because of a little bit of um, audiophile divaness by both of us. Not yes. just Bob. Bob started. I blame Bob for, <laughs> for, for recruiting me. So It took a long time to get you to care about that aspect of the show. But we should actually reach out to Tom and bust his balls because he has his own podcast now. It's the I'm a Rescue podcast, and it's doing really well. I've talked to him a little bit, but he has a guest on for every one of the episodes, and I've, I keep meaning to ask him like what his pain points have been with guests because I guarantee he was definitely all of those pain points when he was a guest on our show. <laughs> so ideally, having a guest in the same physical room is the best right because oh, there's no internet connection 110 percent uh you can read each other um all kinds of great stuff but since bob and i are now or formerly a couple hundred miles away now at least a thousand, a thousand miles yeah. away 
we still rely on that, that internet, which I'm expecting to take off one of these days. Internet, <laughs> sounds awesome. It'll be great, I think. Our, the video aspect, I think, you know, like we, there's so many lessons that we've learned through 50 episodes of this, 30 episodes plus of the, the video show. And I'm glad that we kept the video aspect. Oh, the, except for sometimes we have to shut it down when bandwidth gets tight. But the yeah. video aspect keeps it at least pretending like we're in the same room. Yeah, they, uh, people were also asking me, how, how do we do it? Some more secret sauce. We've probably talked about this on yet another podcast episode here. That, podcast on podcasting. There you go. <laughs> so Bob and I are doing a video chat so we can see each other. And we're reco- recording locally um, because that's where the best audio is, not that compressed audio stuffs. True or false? Help me remember here. We really started this whole thing because we would laugh so much when we were just doing like bullshit hangouts during the day. And I would say, God, you know, this would make great radio. <laughs> it would. And uh, that is 100% true. And basically, that's the show premise in a nutshell. Two dudes bullshitting about tech. Uh, no more, no less. And that's basically all you get on the show, except you no longer get guests. So um, we had to edit the the show bumper based on that because yeah. it said oftentimes more than not with a guest. And so we just lopped that part off. You are listening to the Bob and Kevin show with Bob Beatty Bar and Kevin Gishesky. Each week we cover relevant tech and social issues related to technology. Our website is bobandkevin.show. And our episodes can be found virtually on any podcast network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search for Bob and Kevin Show. And I live in very rural America, so my bandwidth is so sketchy as it is. Trying to have a third or fourth person on there is tough. So maybe one day we'll figure out the secret sauce there. Bob lives in a very hipster town, so he's probably got access to A-list tech people where... Not so much for me. Except I'm becoming more of an introvert as I age, so I'm not really meeting people here. <laughs> um, wow, I'm trying to think. When's the last time we had a guest? And we, we were having them through episode eight, episode nine. Was Tom the last one? No, it looks like perhaps Kyle Weems. Nope, nope, Andrew Barda. Andrew Barda. Andrew, you ruined it for everyone. No, Andrew kidding. was the last? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah, he was a fun one. I think he <laughs> lost internet a few times. Yeah. That was, uh, a, that was a fun was, one. No, no dig on you, Andrew. No. You were just the straw that broke the camel's back. Brokes? Nope. Broke the camel's back. So uh, another thing we started doing is at some point I decided, hey, man, can I draw the cover art for the show? Because, uh, I don't know, why not? And so, Well, it's because we did those pictures and you probably thought they were so stupid so you decided you wanted to oh you mean like the hey kevin stand and take a picture like this (laughs) and send it to me and cuts me out (laughs) (laughs) he got tired of me art directing them so he was like but i would say hindsight 2020 one of the best upgrades to the show visually was the going with the hand-drawn art oh i think it keeps it real yeah for sure and andrew bard just so you know you were not the last guest Perhaps it was Sir Richard Terrace. <laughs> oh, well, he had pretty good internet for that, I think. Yeah, he did. I don't think he we did. dropped. Nope. Hmm. So inquiring minds want to know why Richard was the last one. Hmm. No, it, it, it's just logistics. It's yeah. so hard. 
I think we were just trying to one last hurrah to see if we really liked it, and it's just too it was too hard to juggle. So uh, if you'd like to sponsor the Bob and Kevin Show so we can fly Kevin into Boulder weekly and fly a guest from any location around the world to Boulder <laughs> so we can do this as a looks like a rectangle table instead of a round table discussion, <laughs> let us know. Well, no, if we get some sponsors, maybe we get a better table too. But yeah, I mean, that's always been the dream. It's not to make a jagillion dollars. Wow. Gajillion, jagillion, whichever. Whichever one's higher. It wasn't the goal to do that, but it would be nice to have some play money to expand some of the... You know what else we've never done yet that we said we were going to do? What? We haven't done the crossover episode with the Brothers Weems. Oh, yeah. We need to do the uh, Star Date Stardate Supplemental yes. Bob and Kevin Show mashup. Yes, we do need to do that. Are you listening out there, Weems Brothers? Yes, we're 22 minutes in, so hopefully you've made it this far. But yes, we still need to get that on the books. So, episode 42, Bob. Do you remember what episode 42 was? Uh, It wasn't that long ago. It was only eight episodes ago, so that means it could be anywhere between eight and 16 weeks for us. Um, It could have been during moving time. Two words. Bob Lazar. Oh, God. That's why I'm blocking it. It's the (laughs) Aliens episode. What do we know about gravity? As he, oh, mankind. good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're going to start there. Actually, one of the things that he pointed out, which I didn't really understand or know, is that it's actually been in the relatively near past, recent past, that we actually discovered the true wave nature of gravity. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. So, is it a particle? Is it a wave? Is it a particle? Is it a wave? And I believe the current theory is gravity is a wave. We. Uh, we can, we've claimed to be able to detect gravitational waves here on Earth when two black holes merge and bang into each other, for lack of a better term, bang, <laughs> and we can, we can uh, feel those waves here. And, and some say we can also possibly hear or detect waves from the original Big Bang as well. But I digress. Continue. Uh, I'm continuing oh, about gravity. gravity. So what, what do we know about <laughs> gravity, Bob? Where... So apparently you motherfuckers really like aliens because far and away, like not even in the same solar system for analytics, aliens is running away with it, right? Yeah. So not only are we in the same room podcasting today, we actually got to work in the same room all day, which was really kind of fun. I'm really going to be sad when you go back home. But um, we listened to the one of the latest Joe Rogan episodes today, and it was another one about aliens, but it was released a couple days ago. And of course, our damn aliens episode has had a spike in the last 24 hours. So we must have good SEO for that one. That's what I'm guessing. I would think so. And let me tell you, I'm struggling right now trying not to go into a bunch of discussion about aliens after listening to that today, but... Nope, we'll do that as a recap oh. after the next episode, because we do, for the first time ever, I think we have two episodes planned, this one and another one, so... Yeah. Uh, we're we're going to actually record back-to-back days, because we're in the same location, and we've got a real treat for you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, foreshadowing. I like it. Yes. So, uh, what was the toughest topic you think we've done so far, Bob? Oh, 100% by far, and I don't even want to dig back into this one. Toughest topic by (laughs) far was the concept of diversity, not just in tech, but diversity in general um, throughout business. Thank goodness I've already dropped in the disclaimer at this point because I'd have to drop it in again. But uh, yeah, that one by far. How about you? Oh, yeah. I can't can't talk you out of that one. (laughs) That one is such a tough topic. and. The world, 
and just watching the news and scrolling through Twitter, there's just so much strong opinion. And defining what right looks like was so difficult. It's still difficult. It's still undefined, in my opinion. And let's move on. Well, (laughs) yes, but I do want to say that, you know, something that you said, I think it was off air, completely resonated with me. It was you said diversity is definitely in the eyes of the beholder. And I think that that is so true. And that beholder could be an individual. That beholder could be a group. That beholder could be an organization, could be a corporation. I mean, it's just so so hard to have it defined it's just it's easy to to spot out diversity being wrong and again it's it's through your own lens but even if you could define what diversity looks like correctly it's still through your lens because you know put put somebody else's lens and go hey this is the right answer right and they put put on their spectacles and well you know (laughs) not so much I, i i doubt it well, let's riff off that question. So is there an episode that we've done that you felt like maybe we shouldn't have published? Um, yes, it was the episode that we didn't publish. <laughs> we have uh, the... we had. I have a shocked look on my face because I'm usually pretty on top of this. So we have one that we didn't publish? I, we, we recorded and I asked you to delete it. I thought that was my podcast. No. That was that was us. That was this one. Which yes. one was that? Encryption. It was no. encryption version one. Oh, that's right. And the reason <laughs> I asked Bob to remove it is because we got into a very deep discussion about military encryption and whatnot, and I decided I don't want to get in trouble. So, <laughs> and was it that combined with a side project that you were working on, an open source? It was, and I engaged the government about questions about legalities and stuff never got anything back then i was like gosh you know i don't want the fbi with black helicopters beating down my door because of a podcast i think you made me delete the files off now this is coming back to me you made me delete the files off of dropbox and my hard drive and i think i honored it what a good guy yeah what a good guy is you hear that mark zuckerberg (laughs) see how easy that was i had a friend (laughs) ask to remove his data i removed his data even though i partially owned it and we're all good Wow, I forgot about that. Yeah, and that was a... All right, so other than that episode, is there one that we actually published that... Oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) Okay, so if I can't pick that one, the answer is no, because we do tough topics, even if we get it right, get it wrong, and we talk through it. I think long-form getting through discussions is better than nothing. So diversity was tough, but I I wouldn't say, no, let's not do it. Sex tech... Oh, that sounds juicy, but man, I thought we were going to giggle the whole time, but I thought it was very actually There was a little bit of giggling. A little bit. Not going to lie, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, that one turned out to be really good. I, I was a little leery of the gun tech one. What was that, 045? Mm. Which aspect exactly were you worried about? Gun people? I think I was more... Amendment. I, I was much more worried before we recorded it. See, that's another interesting thing about doing this, too. There's some topics where you're just like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know if this is going to be printable. Um, so I was really leery before we started that one. But by the time we were done recording it, I was like, yeah, this one turned out really well. Speaking of one, I thought we both like finished the episode and we're like, well, that was shitty. Was number 039, Technology on the Moon. Turns out number that, two episode. <laughs> turns out that one's really popular too. 
So we now have rockets that are reusable. In fact, uh, SpaceX landed a Falcon 9 booster today, I believe, successfully. Um, they just they landed all three of them about a month ago, didn't they? Like all three they, landed on, on heavy, but today it was just a Falcon 9, which ah, is a single you. booster. Um, so, what kind of technology do you think would exist on a moon colony that you know is kind of maybe present today, or maybe is not yet? Like, does social media change? from the moon it, or is it just like pictures of the earth like the earth rise as they say no i i think that would be a critical part with the moon colonization having to be so small that they would be connected to i mean earth social media would still be a massive thing for them i mean they probably wouldn't have so much like moon social media but they would be definitely connected to what's yeah, going on and- here at the mothership too we have no idea what we're doing (laughs) yeah and that's the whole interesting topic like i mean luckily we're not trying to make a million dollars doing this because we haven't figured out the seo game like there's some episodes where we have minimal show notes minimal title stuff and we they do pretty well and then there's other episodes where we have a bunch of stuff that you think, oh gosh that's totally going to get search eyes that's going to get clicks and like a big wah 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 what about Showbot? Was Showbot a good, bad? Does he need to go away? Is it is it wrong that I call him a he? Apply pronouns. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> ding! Money in the bucket again. Um, yeah, Showbot. Uh, actually, looking back on fifty episodes, I thought we were going to have a lot more instances of Showbot type ambitions. Like Showbot was something, you know, we talk about AI all the time. We talk about voice tech. We talk about, you know, Internet of Things. We talk about all these different things. And so Showbot seemed like a really, you know, great idea, but super ambitious. And I can't really contribute shit to that project because, you know, some people might say this is imposter syndrome, but it's the 100% truth. I don't know Jack when it comes to this kind of stuff. So it really fell on Kevin to execute. And it's just (laughs) another big thing to add to the list. And But I'm actually happy that that's the only one of those that we have, you know? You know what episode I'm most proud of? I'm like, fuck yeah. We we were on it early. Can you guess? On it early. Bob and Kevin leave YouTube to start a podcast? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> if we were on it early, we wouldn't have been on YouTube. No, I'll help you out. It's episode 040, Facebook introduces Libra cryptocurrency. Oh, that one was a good one. What makes you so proud of that one? Because I think we had pretty strong gut reactions to it and then in the days following we were validated ish or confirmation bias by other media outlets are like what the fuck is this i I think that brings up a really great topic of conversation that we mention a lot and i think it needs to be said here is that you know i think it was uh affirmation confirmation i don't think it was bias i think it was totally legitimizing and we've had this happen week after week where we will take on a topic that the the mainstream or lamestream media, whichever side you come from. Sound like a right-wing pundit right now. (laughs) (laughs) But we're usually a couple days out front of them. Like sometimes when we're editing an episode, you know, the, the, the mainstream media or the news picks a topic up that we've been, you know, just recorded or like a handful of days after the fact. And so we digitally high five each other over Slack and then we kind of move on. But I'm actually really proud of that aspect of, the podcast without a doubt so bob can you guess the number one market for the bob and kevin show 
Do you mean geographic market? Geographically. Are we talking continent or country or state or? Give me an answer, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we're the most popular in the U.S. That's correct. Overall. And if I had to think about the U.S., are we the most popular in Illinois? No. Uh, If we break it down, because I've got these handy dandy stats right here. Illinois is number two. You want to take another guess at number uno? California, eh? Yes, sir. The sixth largest economy on the planet, so they should be their own country. California, Illinois, Virginia, Pennsylvania, New York. You are tops, and fuck you, Arkansas, because you're still <laughs> are they still oh. yes. <laughs> I was hoping maybe I was wrong, but I knew you would pull that up. And I mean verify. that. Oh wait, Vermont. Vermont's a goose egg. Too. We have two states. Oh, I didn't realize that. I must not have zoomed in I far think enough. Bernie needs a phone call from you, Bob. He's recovering right now. We'll give him some time to be with his family. That's true. All right. So if we go outside of America, can you guess the number two market for nonstop Bob and Kevin show talk? I'm going to go with this soon to be Brexited United Kingdom. That is correct. But but hot on the heels in third and fourth place. They're very close. Wait, two countries occupy third and fourth? No, but third and fourth are vying for third place right now. And that would be Canada and Australia. Oh, we're, really? We're bigger in Australia than we are in Denmark? Oh, yeah. Den- uh, well, yeah, actually. Den- oh, yeah. <laughs> Denmark, I don't know what you guys are doing over there, playing with Legos or something. But, uh, but definitely not listening to Bob and Kevin as much. So, I like Legos, by the way. That wasn't a dig. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I'm not sure how you're getting to the Bob and Kevin show, and, and you may have realized at this point, what the hell is this episode? Or you've maybe had that thought. We're just looking back on 50 episodes going, holy crap, Bob hasn't killed Kevin yet. Uh, you know, they finally got together in a room. They're, they're really doing this longevity. Apparently, seven episodes is like the breaking point. If you make it more than seven, you're yeah, good. We just read an article about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it uh, looks like you like to listen to us on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts, and then there's everything else. Spotify has definitely had a resurgence, and I think a lot of those Spotify listens, unfortunately, are... Uh 042, which is aliens. So so we talk about a lot of topics, um, aliens, AI, phones, computers, programming, social media. Um, Are you reading this sidebar of all oh, the different? No, I oh. should, though, because that would be ways. I'm reading our top episodes, like scanning it, IoT. So let me ask you this, Bob. Um, what's your favorite topic? Oh, boy. I think AI is still definitely my favorite topic because I think it's a never-ending debate. Um, also, why it's one of my favorite episodes was the great AI debate. That was 030? I just, uh, no, that was it. encryption. Uh, the great AI debate was 036. I knew it. Yes, there's a test after this, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the ultimate goal is for those of you that are new to the show and haven't necessarily listened to some of these all-time favorites of ours, is go back and check them out. So I'm I'm conflicted here. Do we do we continue talking about what we'd like to talk about, or do we like look at these analytics and go, ah, we need to talk about more aliens? I think if we were going the sucker play and we wanted to try to eventually get paid, um, yeah, we would talk about aliens and moon technology and going to Mars. We haven't talked about going to Mars, have we? We kind of digressed a little bit in the moon tech, but we should talk about Mars probably a little more. Maybe the maybe the star date sub mashup will be a giant one because we can because i think the premise is we're going to talk the tech of star trek right uh yeah and i i think what the way we've pitched it is you know like you've got the tricorder and you've got the this notepad and the all and you've got content show content 
you've got these things <laughs> that have have now actually manifested many years later into real usable technology, and so that's that's part of it. And then I'm sure we can talk about colonizing and things of that nature. Those two guys have actually achieved. I haven't heard the results or how they feel about it. I don't think I've been pretty busy lately. But they did a live show, and I'm totally envious. Yeah, no, no. So they, you know, huge shout out to Stardate Supplemental, uh, big fans here in this room. But we're totally envious that you all had the opportunity to do a live show. And uh, for this is, I'm tracking the third plug for the Bob and Kevin show. If you'd <laughs> like to have Bob and Kevin do a live remote from your conference, from your backyard, from the moon, let us know. Get in touch. Yeah, what would that conference be? That's a good. <sighs> You know, I think a CES, like I think you mentioned, would be good. I think yeah. an MS Build would be good. Uh, maybe a South by Southwest. Uh, Actually, I wonder how we get... I do, I bet you we have to pay to get into those places, don't we? Well, yes, our many dozens of downloads are definitely not impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. But we could totally just say, you know, check out episode, you know, the Aliens episode. That's fairly representative of our download counts. Oh, shit. <laughs> Maybe we need to find, like, an alien convention, and we we might, might find uh, You might an be onto there. something there. You might be onto something. <sighs> Man, aliens. So, any giant regret thus far? Um, no. But means of improvement, I'd like to be more consistent on our releases. Oh, and our... Failed Alexa. <laughs> Let's do Alexa. Yeah. Rah, rah, rah. Oh, shit. One week later. Yeah, we're done. So we, <laughs> so we do have two show bots. Our first very ambitious endeavor was to do a flash briefing. And this is kind of, I think, when we were a little bit more focused on headlines. And it was kind of a cool concept. But I will tell you, doing this conversation thing in a podcast, way, way easier than trying to play news anchor in a three-minute slot. I tried to do, it's called No Pants Programming. Apparently the British people giggle because that means no underwear programming. <laughs> same, same. And it was a monologue podcast. And I learned, I don't know, four or five years ago, whenever I tried that, monologue podcasts are difficult. And to your point, Alexa, flash brief, what I would end up doing is record and go, oh, I messed up. Oh, I said the word, uh, or the, let me go back and redo it. So it was like a, what, a three-minute thing of which two minutes is pre-recorded, but it still took me a half an hour to do it. <laughs> it took, it would take longer to do one of those than it does to take, to do one of these post-wise. Like, we've got this down to a fairly decent science, I feel like. Pro tip, if you're going to start a podcast, have somebody you can converse with. <laughs> yeah, because I do one that's solo and uh, I've abandoned it for the most part just because I've been too busy, but it's definitely hard to riff. By yourself. 100%. So, um, here's, I got a question though. Yeah. Have we had the same show music? Did, did we use the same show music on YouTube or did we get new show music when we started the, hmm. started the pod and then we've used that the whole time, right? I think we had a selection of two or three songs and one of those three songs was actually one of the currents ish. But then again, I do remember going to some stock 
uh, royalty-free sites, and we picked out some that one day. Yeah, but I feel like that action sports rock trailer, I think is what it's called. It's, I feel like we've been sticking with that for quite some time. It sounds so Nickelback, and I apologize, <laughs> but it, it actually is pretty catchy. <laughs> I like it. It's, I feel like it's part of our brand, so that's another thing you can hit us up on. Speaking of which, did you see the tweet that Trump did with Nickelback, and YouTube immediately, or no, Twitter oh, immediately yanked it? I thought that was because Nickelback made right. a copyright claim right so i'm digressing so <laughs> trump threatens people no big deal trump plays a nickelback video <laughs> that thing was yanked within hours so does that get him a uh community guidelines strike or some kind of strike within the twitter verse do they have those like on youtube i was reading some article that says okay so now what trump you know did all these things now what Long story short, Twitter can do whatever they damn well feel like, and the man drives people to the platform. So why would you ban him? Well, I guess YouTube has that same that you know that same god complex where it's their sandbox; they make the rules. But yeah, I mean, we've never really resolved that, right? Is a social media platform supposed to be completely open, or should it be? curated by the platform owner thus sort of um, controlling the content. Do we ever resolve that? I don't think so, but we do have an episode where we talked about Jack Dorsey and those platform-esque rules when he was on JRE, right? Yes, um, and how they can read your DMs and all this. Yeah, I want to say that was in the 20s, is that right? Or Um, is that in the 30s? I'll have to check the extensive catalog here by <laughs> scrolling maybe twice here. <laughs> um, you might have to click to go to the next page. I did have it, to. It's somewhere in there. View older podcast. Actually, it's episode 30. It's got the Joe Rogan character, and it was the back doors because, yeah, it was part yeah. of that discussion. Yes. So we did cover that. See, we're good. So where does that leave us with, with uh, the rest of this episode, Bob? Well, I I feel like there's still questions to ask about, like highlights, lowlights. We've got kind of most of those. What episode were you like, maybe we already asked this, but you're like, yeah, that's not going to work, and it totally flopped, or anything like that? I don't know. I think we had more instances where I thought it was going to flop, and it didn't, Um, as far (laughs) as like how we felt at the end of the episode, because, you know, the numbers are the numbers. There's almost no figuring them out, but... I think one of the most important things is early on we kind of established that we weren't going to obsess about the numbers. The numbers are a good health indicator, and we've been on a pretty good rip the past few months. Thank you, aliens. Yes, because thank you. as soon as we published episode forty-two, something happened, and now. We but have- we've been able to maintain the pace, which is good. This month we might not just because of my pure laziness, but since we're going to rattle off three episodes this week, maybe we'll get back in the. So, Good graces. So for those keeping score at home, pro tip number one, when you start a podcast, make it conversational with the guests. Number two, talk about aliens. <laughs> and number three, keep a good schedule, which we're, we get in good good flows, and then we get podcastus interruptus. And it's called life, Bob. Yes, it's it's it totally okay, and no apologies, right? How long of a break did we take when we both moved? I feel like that was a pretty big break. We've had a longer break, I think. I think, I mean... Because you talk about when we moved in June-ish, July-ish. Yeah, yeah. That actually was that was well handled. I did thought. we did we stay stride? Yeah, but there was you know if I if I look at the numbers, there was uh, early on in the podcast we just kind of we had some we might give up breaks. Yes, yes. 
I got to tell you, I was ready to quit YouTube because I'm, this is just too much effort, too little satisfaction. And then you turned me on to the podcast. And I'm like, yeah. That was not nearly as hard to sell as I thought it was going to be because you were really down about like content creation at that point. Well, I mean, because I'm a video. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got some video chops um, and it runs in my family, apparently. And then <laughs> shout out to Grant. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was just my thing. And we always kind of equate video is greater than audio, but that's not true to be honest, right? That might be one of the biggest lessons I've learned through this whole experience is that I think that, and I think the world's starting to recognize this too, not just people, but like the business aspect because podcasting, since we started doing this, yes, it was already getting popular before we did it. But really in the in the year since we started doing this, um, it's blown up because Spotify really wasn't a podcast destination a year ago. So sorry, Buggles, video did not kill the radio star. <laughs> Buggles? Bungles? The Buggles. The Buggles. The Buggles. I, wow. I would have failed that trivia question. Um, you remember when we used to do trivia on the YouTube? <laughs> yes. But for those of you who know the show from back then, Kevin has kept up the tradition of trying to get Bob in a gotcha. Yep. And usually he does it right after I say, one, two, record. He's like, so Bob, we didn't talk about this before the episode, but what do you think about insert controversy here? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I feel it's more like visceral and organic because when someone turns on the podcast, oh, it's definitely visceral. <laughs> when someone turns on a podcast, you know the the pleasantries. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing all right. Hey, every podcast starts like this. Hey, I'm still doing fine. You know, thanks for asking. You know, so. I kind of like to come out swinging, if you will. Do y'all think we're rude because we don't do the pleasantries ahead of time? Hit us up on Twitter at at Bob and Kevin Show. Oh, remember when we shoot Twitter polls too? Mm -hmm. Yes, two people voted. Wait, were you one and I was the other? (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I've always tried to not tilt the numbers by doing those things. But another like honest confession and something that I'm actually pretty proud of. um, I didn't listen to the show much when we started it. And I definitely never really watched it when we were doing it on YouTube. But I do actually listen to the episodes now. One, to check audio quality to see how it stands up in various speaker. You know, like, does it sound good on my Sonos? Does it sound good in the car? Does it sound good in my headset? So I do that. Um, I don't listen to it three times and get three listens or downloads for that. I, I spread out an episode across those platforms. Um, but I, I do it because I'm actually sometimes when we're in the moment of the episode, it's hard to retain some of the knowledge that we're actually sharing. And it's kind of fun to listen back and be like, damn, he just said that. <laughs> yeah. Cause sometimes you're trying to look for an article or supporting evidence or, or whatnot. Episode 23 weight loss challenge. <laughs> How is that one for you, Bob? You got to eat more. You got to eat, got to eat the right stuff. You can't be picking up calories from candy. Um, well, tell me if you're gonna you're gonna hate me on this one. So I, I like <laughs> celery, and I know celery is catabolic, right? Or yeah, not catatomic. Yeah, it takes catabolic. more burn than it is. Right. So right. as as a gosh, I got a craving right now to just eat something. I'll I'll eat about four full celery stalks. Um, and Dude, are you are you crapping bricks yet? 
Not yet. <laughs> but, oh, that's well, not going to be good. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be bricks, right? There's a ton of fiber and all this stuff. So it's supposed to soften. I don't know. If you're packing in that much celery, I'm afraid you're going to poop carpeting. <laughs> it's going to clean me out, if nothing else. That's for sure. <laughs> so. so we'll probably give a little bit of update each week. <laughs> How was that one for you, Bob? Um, you know, the experience was wonderful and I just really wish I would have been able to keep off all the weight that I lost. But, uh, once again, life kind of happened and I, I'm happy to say that I'm not above where I was when I started, but I am damn close to where we were when we started. Yeah, I think the first thing I said to Bob when I visited his apartment was, yep, I found all 20 pounds I lost. <laughs> They're right here. Yeah. That was tough. But you know what? I can't believe we... We stuck with it. We should probably fire that. What? What? Do you know the date on that? Uh, November eighth. Oh, we were coming up on the one year anniversary of the weight loss challenge then. Yes. So that was November through January. Is that right? Yes. It was ninety days, right? It was, and we used a couple. My Fitness Pal, I think, right? Yeah. And I, I used some sort of or my uh, Fitbit watch, and it all worked. The only problem is, is it's like this. It's like kinetic energy. It's like you can hold the weight loss off until your arms get tired, and then it all falls right back on you. My downfall was the same thing that landed me where I was to start, beer. <laughs> <laughs> and moving to Boulder, Colorado has not helped with the beer situation. For me, it's probably pizza. I love pizza, and it loves to stick with me. Yep. My Waistline, brought to you by Craft Beers of Colorado. <laughs> I'm starting to have the return, diminishing returns on staying skinny because I've been married 13 years. I have four children. I'm kind of into other things other than looking like. Well, it's just, I mean, it's damn hard when you get to be a certain age. And some of us are older than others. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just looking at young married couples and they're like this and then we're traveling and, and we're. We're going and working out every day at six in the morning together. I'm like, oh my God, that's so going to end at the first kid. <laughs> that's well, over. Then there's also, I would call it more of the real people in the world where, you know, at our house we have a saying and it is fat is happy. And, you know, when you're enjoying hanging out and doing the quote unquote lifecation type things, the pounds tend to come. <laughs> so I quit Facebook, Bob, but I think I did it before the, we started podcasting. You are still on Facebook. Yes, I will always be on Facebook. What has happened in on Facebook in the last couple of years that I'm missing out on? Well, I think the biggest thing that's been happening lately, because you know we are in the never-ending election cycle, is the uh, vitriol and hatred for the other has uh, definitely spun up. Um, memes are at an all-time high. So is it... Okay, I, I'm assuming it's... Per person versus person, friend versus friend, right? Right. Or if you're a member of a group, then somehow uh. bot person gets in group, maybe bot person, maybe just idiot. Right. And they just start talking about stuff that the group isn't necessarily even about. I mean, it's, you know, oh God, did we talk about the, the another thing that's going on in Facebook in the last two years is apparently the FBI is paying for ads 
to try to convince Russian spies to come to the not flip. dark side. <laughs> so, so how do you do that? So you're like, okay, log into Facebook, load up my account, and I need to target Russian spies. Send. <laughs> I don't know. even know how that ad <laughs> buy goes, but apparently the FBI is trying to do it. I just, I would love to see. I mean, I'm sure that there's screen grabs out there, but it's like, is it like big letters? Russian spy question mark? <laughs> How about healthcare and something that blah, 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 benefits? Come on over to the US of A. <laughs> you know, feel like it's a job posting. You know, would you like to be a double agent? You know, click here to apply. I just, so yeah, that's the kind of fuckery that's still going on in Facebook. Um, still lots of pictures of people's cats and dogs. Uh, so, so at last check when I was on there, it was it was the political things. It was a birthday tracker and kids nope still the birthday tracker okay so birthday still tracker the kids and kids thing. and politics so and pets don't forget pets pets are important so nothing's changed is what you're telling me no not a damn thing okay. and it's it was supposed to get better i mean you know like the the family stuff i'm not saying that that's bad that's going to be you know forever thing but it seems it seems as politically advertised as last time so myspace was usurped if you will by facebook there was certainly a lot less MySpacers out there or whatever you would call them. Hi, Tom. Um, but, <laughs> hey, we were friends. Is Bob. Tom still on Facebook? He's on MySpace all by himself? Well, I was shocked. Like, not that long ago, in the last five years, MySpace was sold. I'm like, wait a second, it's still around? Didn't, uh, and didn't they lost all those singer, audio. singer-dancer guy buy it? Uh, Justin I Timberlake? Know. I think he bought it. I don't but my question for you is, is Facebook so ubiquitous that it's too big to fail? Facebook is the coming of the end times. It's totally the, I mean, every every Black Mirror episode has a Facebook style social media component to it. And Facebook is that component. Can we agree social media is not a net positive? It's probably at a best, net negative. At maybe best, net it's net neutral. At best. Yeah. So my my wife uses Facebook, which is fine. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna proselytize getting off Facebook. You want to be on Facebook? Wait, again. but you're not one of those guys who uses Facebook vicariously through his wife, are you? Well, oh Kevin, to a don't point. disappoint me. So I don't look over her shoulder or anything, but sometimes. No, but you use her account. No, 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 nothing like that. What I'll do, is, like I made some wooden signs, and um, she posted a few on Facebook, and I was just curious. Hey, did you get any reactions? You know, stuff like that. And she's like, oh, I got a couple, you know, she'd show me a comment and whatnot. But that's that's as much, that's as close to Facebook as I get anymore. That's like having your own social media manager, though. I could spin it that way. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, you want to run my Facebook for me, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, hmm. no, no, hmm. no. I would run your Facebook for you if you got back in. I do you might not like the person you've become on Facebook. But. I do feel bad that I'm on Instagram because I know that that's a Facebook property and I know that's feeding the machine. But God damn it, Federal Trade Commission, why did you allow them to buy them in the first place? Yada, yada, yada. So Instagram question for you. Do you actually oh look at people's stories or do you just look at the stream of pictures? So Grant, my 
my eldest boy, he and I have gone round around this. He <laughs> tries to explain what stories are, and I still have no idea what they are or how to use them. Half the time, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's their picture, and I go to click it, and it's their story. I'm like, no, 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 I want to go to their profile, and I click it, and I'm like, <laughs> how do I get their goddamn profile? And then I have to I have to get the hourglass and search for their handle, and then finally I can get to their goddamn name. So, no, oh, I don't like stories. Old guy Kevin just yes. came out. Wow. Totally. Get off my lawn. I like the stories. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably spend more time in the stories than I do scrolling the pictures. So what are the stories for? Stories are just like you would expect with any story type book. It's a collection of images and text. Isn't that what Instagram regular is? <laughs> but Instagram regular is Joe's picture and caption and then Jane's picture and caption and then Billy's dog picture and caption. So it's like it's disjointed. A story is just you. <sighs> and you kind of have your audience captive. So successful Instagrammers will influencers influencers will use that to, you know, communicate brand messages for the people that they're getting paid by their sponsors. But then also you just get a much deeper, a a more contextual glimpse into their Instagram personas. Hate it. (laughs) Thanks for that explanation. I I knew you would. It's like when people thread their tweets, like they make their 280 character tweet and then they reply to themselves 27 times. So I'm guilty of that, but it makes sense to me where the stories it's like, you got like, get this like timer bar. Then it like spins around, you know, like to the next slide. I'm like, what is going on here? And then you're like into somebody else's story, but you're like, Hey, wait, I, I, I wanted to see what was, can I replay what was going on here? Cause a lot of our video, I just don't like it. So to go back, you have to swipe the opposite direction. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do. I don't want to know. Yeah. Uh, so Grant, he's, he's very good at social media. I, or especially Instagram. I'm not so much. I feel like social media is just meant to just make me outraged. Our show social media is pretty weak these days because when I got a new phone, I never wired it back up. And so I pushed that on your shoulders too. And What, what phone did you get? Well, it's not a new phone. I had to wipe it because remember when I had surgery and I, my brain went dead and I couldn't get into my phone. Oh, that's right. So yeah. So when I rebuilt it, um, it's just an iPhone you know what? Maybe. You know what happened when I walked into Bob's apartment? I actually got to see the Bob and Kevin show sticker for the first time. Oh in yeah! Person. <laughs> wow. You, did you notice how Caroline totally shamed me in that regard too? Totally. What you had? You never sent them to him? Never. I'm lame. That's right, listeners. Some yeah. of you have had the sticker longer than I have. <laughs> Kevin sends me stuff all the time, and I am such a dick and such a bad friend that I have never yet sent the stickers. But wasn't it so amazing when you got them? <laughs> it, it was amazing, and uh, I've got a couple more nights of sleeping here, so I'm not going to say anything else bad. So, <laughs> so I, I, uh, I. I see you got the sign on the wall. So there's the official Bob and Kevin show signed. Yes. Wall art. Yes. It is made from actual real wood and screen printed and stained. Is that right? Yes. Uh, we don't have an official like color scheme. I mean, I guess we do on we kind of have a black, white and teal. Yeah. Or we're, yeah. We don't really have a branding I, I guide. Guess, I guess that color could be any color, yeah. right? Uh, it totally could. So it's blue. It's like a... Navy something blue, maybe a little brighter. But I like it because it's distressed. It's it's very nice. It's good. And then uh, (laughs) we have two, soon to be three, Bob and Kevin show shirts that exist in this universe. Probably infinite more shirts in other universes, but only three (laughs) in this universe. 
and I have to lose about 15 pounds before I can wear mine and be oh man and not be self-conscious. That bad, huh? Well, it's the, it, I'm that bad. Oh. Yes, I gotta. Well, there's soon to be four shirts when I get Bob <laughs> the next the size. XL. <laughs> Wait, did you send me a large? Yes. It, was, it had to be pre-shrunk. This really, it's yes. really slim fit. Must be European large. Oh yeah, what's up with Europeans and <laughs> sizing? You know, we can't get temperature Celsius and Fahrenheit. We've got millimeters and inches, and now we have shirt sizes can't even agree. Jesus. No. Well, apparently women have that issue from style to style, brand to brand, everywhere. So, Well, they have different curves to deal with in general. So, Yeah, but I went shopping with Caroline, like thrift shopping a couple weeks ago. And I'm like, oh, and I'm holding two pair of pants. They're the same exact size. And they look like for completely two different people. I'm like, how do you shop? She's like, thank you. <laughs> so what's the most frustrating topic that we've ever talked about on the show? frustrating topic like a topic you're like oh my god i've got to rant about this shit hmm i get pretty ramped up about the facebook youtube Mm. twitter fuckery so um i I definitely have issues with that i got a little um little frustrated with the tech of sex one of our most recent episodes just because some of the things i was discovering sexually frustrated (laughs) well how do i answer that question um no but i was frustrated with the way (laughs) that that industry is impacting like the way humans have relationships so that was pretty like frustrating like so you're frustrated that it's is are you saying it's having a negative effect yes like in china and japan um, Japan in particular, it's become so normalized that these dolls are basically replacing human-to-human interaction with human-to-doll relationships, and that's very bizarre to me. Ooh, quick follow-up. I did see the Whitney Cummings Netflix special. Can I touch it? <laughs> that was very good. Great and, title. And I've also seen the Fire uh, Fire Festival. Festival. Uh, those are both good watches. Did we do an episode on Fire Festival, or did we just mention it? We just mentioned okay. it. You'd asked me about it, but I hadn't seen it. All right, so for me, the most frustrating topic I think we've ever talked about, and it still frustrates me to this goddamn day, is flat earthers. Oh, my God. Did we do a whole episode on flat earth? We did. We did. Why didn't didn't that get a bunch of likes? What what is ringing? (laughs) I think it's, I don't know, is it my phone? Your phone? It's not mine. Where is your phone? All right. Wow. All right. Well, Sorry. Uh, you we know. don't normally have to deal with that when we're recording cross country no. from each what other. Anyway, flat earthers. Did we, we do a flat earth episode? We did a fl- yeah. How did that not get a bunch of hits? I don't know. I think it maybe it did. It but actually I guess did really well on YouTube, which is crazy. Yeah, we got some comments there too. But have you ever gone onto YouTube and searched for flat earths? Oh my God. No, no, I try not to. I a lot of times I'm open to you know. It's possible you make some good arguments. The flat earthers are just fucking trying to fuck with us, and it's so working. <laughs> so that's uh, my most frustrating. That and maybe Alex Jones, you know, just. Uh, yeah, Alex Jones is pretty frustrating. <sighs> I guess the topic wasn't too bad, but we, we had asked ourselves, would we have Alex on the show? We, of course, said. Yes. <laughs> no, I think we said no, Bob. <laughs> we said no. <laughs> Wait, Alex Jones is always here. Oh. We have our own (laughs) in-studio, Alex Jones. Interdimensional child molesters. So what topic haven't we done? Well, that was the question that I had on my list is, you know, looking forward. So we're we're 50 episodes looking back, and 
now like looking forward 50 episodes what what kind of stuff do you think if you had a crystal ball what kind of stuff do you think we're going to talk about in the next 50 episodes sometimes i don't know what topic we have until like a juicy one comes along like aliens was great moon tech was great the matrix was great Um, libra was great too Yes, I thought encryption was great. Um, so I like talking about philosophical tech, meaning uh, the, to steal Jeff Goldblum from, uh, I think it's Jurassic Park or The Fly, I can't remember. Just, you know, maybe, or it's Jurassic Park, you know, maybe the scientists would stop and think uh, instead of, can we do this? Should we do this? Right. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. Right. And I, I really feel that the tech industry is infected with narcissistic tech CEOs. Mark Zuckerberg, I'm looking at you. <laughs> And so I, I kind of like going down that route. I also really, really, really like science, um, physics. So we've had some Sean Carroll uh, topics, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson topics. Um, the whole idea that science is just a really good guess at a lot of things, but it you know doesn't know mostly why we're here. Um, I know we haven't. Should we mention what we have in in the pipeline coming or? No. Okay. Because we'll record it tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Um, so that kind of stuff. What about you? What kind of... I'm looking forward to maybe like an exercise, like the tech of exercise and nutrition, because I think we kind of talk, talked on that a little bit, but that was about us in particular when we were doing the weight loss challenge. Right. So I'd like to take a look at that industry as a whole. Um, I know we're going to do AI um, because that's going to be getting you know more and more of a topic for discussion, more and more research, more and more results. I think um, I think in the very near future we're probably going to have another episode about deep fakes because I, I think that mm, you know rolling yes. into 2020, I think that that's going to become a thing. I saw on the Internet of Shit handle on Twitter a trash can that walks itself out to the curb. Oh, I did see that as well. <laughs> kind of cool, kind of creepy, but, but why? why? <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I, you know, if we fast forward 20 years from now, I guess I want to make a prediction. We're going to have a bunch of gadgets, kind of like, it's like scenes from Return of the Jedi where you have like these robots in Jabba's palace that are kind of like defunct and half working. We're just, they're just going to be littered everywhere. Like your trash can's going to like be like stuck running into a tree, backing up, running into a tree. And, you know, just, that's what I think the next... 20 years. I have a box full of Echo Dots that I'm not using anymore because all of my new speakers are connected. And what do you do with a box of Echo Dots, right? Do, do you try Shuffleboard? To sell, do you try to sell them? They're like $5 now. Right. So they're, yeah, so technology and uh, being, I guess, green, if you will, it's kind of hard Apple looking at you, Amazon looking at you, <laughs> to say, you know what, we've got all this technology and you can't repair it or we make it cheap enough. Like in the case of Amazon where there's no value to recycle it. Right. Well, I mean, not, you can't resell it, but you probably could send it someplace to be recycled. Question mark. (laughs) With a great amount of effort probably. Right. Right. Or cost. Yeah. On somebody's end. I mean, I know we've had issues with general recycling where people aren't taking our shit anymore to recycle it. So there's, there's going to be a head, that's going to come to existence there pretty soon, too. So Microsoft had a sh- uh, an event recently. <laughs> we haven't talked about this on no, the show. No, we have not. So they unveiled earbuds and they unveiled Surface. 
books, and you're going to have to explain me the different lines of surface things. And then they had the thing called the Duo. And I'd mentioned to you that the Duo kind of looks like an old Nintendo DS, but it has two distinct screens. And I, I mentioned to you that I thought, man, this I think this is, or at least I tweeted it, I think this is the best example of foldable tech that I've seen so far. What say you? I just, I'm not a giant fan of foldable tech, period, but I was very impressed. I don't think they needed to. He's sitting across from me with a laptop. Well, but my <laughs> screen, in half. but my screen doesn't <laughs> fold. But okay, imagine you had a screen in the keyboard area. Yeah, and it was a soft keyboard. Uh, I'm not. Okay. Really, I'm not really feeling it. All right, that's why I was pretty shocked that they had the big one and the baby one. I'm like, wow, really? So you just shrunk one prototype and now you have two products uh, plus it's running android the small one i don't know yeah uh, that th- we need to save that hey, one hey, for hey, a whole hey. episode i have an android phone right here that, that interrupted this show, interrupted our show. <laughs> yes <laughs> yes exactly um i thought the duo was neat if you're gonna have something fold i i don't like the idea of having an actual screen bend 180 degrees because i just think that you know, I'm looking at this, you know, something that isn't <laughs> meant to fold 180 degrees and we're like willing ourselves. No, it will. I will I will not stop until we make it do this. Snap. <laughs> I think curved screens are, are nice in monitors. I think uh, curved televisions aren't too bad. They're a little, little kind of faddish. But um, yeah, I don't think the screen needs to fold in half infinite number of ways. You can only fold a piece of paper at most seven times. And maybe screens you can only fold zero, zero times. times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, I, I mean, I think it represented well. I can't see myself purchasing one ever, but you know, maybe somebody will. Who knows? What about the ear surface pods? Before you go, though, do we have to call everything I something or surface something? Branding is important. Shoot me now. <laughs> it is. When you hear I, you know it's Apple. When you hear Surface but, now, but you know it's Microsoft. That's not true. You can go to like a TJ Maxx or a Target and they have like iHome, whatever, and it's like this other brand. Right. You put your iPod in there, which I don't even, you can't even, I mean, I guess you can buy an iPod these days, but who owns an iPod only these Can days? you buy iPods? You can get an iPod Touch. Still. I don't know, because my kids all have used one, so maybe you can't. I don't know. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think the, I, I associate the I. You're right, though. It's not ubiquitous to Apple, but I remember a certain CMS where every plugin started with the letter U. Oh yeah, and branding. Yeah. Branding is important. Naming things is hard. Naming you and I have both really said hard. that, along with every other developer on the entire planet. So I made a cheeky comment on the interwebs that AirPods look like cigarettes hanging out of your ears, and the new Surface Buds. I don't even know what they're really called. I think they're called surface earbuds. Look like surface buds. Look like you know, if you were to like catch a wild animal out in the you know out in the wilderness, tag their ear and say, "Go on," and then you track their migration through the Arctic or something. That's what the Microsoft ones look like. I think they looked like um, uh, misaligned gauges. Oh, piercings, gauges in your ears. Oh, yeah, but like just skewed up. So, yeah. yeah. You remember wow. those things we used to wear in our ear? Like it clip on top of your ear and you touch the button and, and you could do a voice dial and you touch it again and it looked like yeah. like a Motorola or something. Yeah, your headset. Those look stupid then. And just because they're Apple Microsoft doesn't mean they look any less stupid in my opinion. That's just I, my I never got into those the little ear control units. So 
I don't know. It was always sales guy, you know, getting out of his like Chrysler 300 or something like, hey, man, you know, he's got like this really overly tight silk shirt on, you know, <laughs> he's cutting a deal. <laughs> oh, well. I'd still, I think I'd see myself, apparently Amazon has some now too, though, uh, Echo Buds or whatever they call them, Echo Earbuds. Do you, do you have anything Bluetooth that's more not what we're wearing right now, which is full on Cyberman headsets here? Oh, he's getting something. Yeah, maybe kind of tangled. Uh, okay, I I can see. Yep. So yeah, so I have the um. These are the Planetronics. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but I love them. They're great for working out. So during Black Friday, there will be almost an unlimited number of choices of Bluetooth tethered, meaning a wire between the two of them, during Black Friday for twenty twenty five dollars. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I got some for myself, got some for the wife. They are more than adequate. Did I mention they're 20 or $25? <laughs> I can't lose the left one or the right one because they're not, you know, they are tied together. So I'm going to lose them both. Um, when I want to take one out, I don't just kind of got to hold it, you know, <laughs> I can just let it drape around my neck. All I'm saying is just because it was brought to you by Apple and or Microsoft does not make it better. But I will give you this. It will make it more expensive. Yeah. My daughter loves her uh, AirPods. So. Oh, man. It's, I know. The infection has started. It in, is. In the baby oh, yeah. bar family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I She's think a slave. Grant has them too. So. She's a slave to tech for sure. Yeah. I think uh, the wife was looking on for the 11-year-old, but I, I'm going to pump the brakes on that. Oh, for 11-year-old? Yeah. No. 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 Nope. Not at all. So Microsoft, yeah, I think that was the gist of their event. But it did have a very homey feel that somebody on Twitter mentioned. He's like, you know, we're waiting for the guy to do a magic trick because he totally had the magician vibe. And he, he was. He was doing hands, too. He was like, <laughs> look, my hands are empty. The proof, you know. Oh, I'm holding a coin all of a sudden. I'm holding an ear pod in my left hand. <laughs> he was Mr. Dramatic Pause, too. He was like, like the keys on a piano. He reminded me of like a Carl Sagan, like talking about the cosmos. A little bit. And I'm like, what? Oh my gosh. It's like they took, they had somebody taking notes at an Apple event and said, we are going to do everything 180 (laughs) degrees from what Apple did. We're going to have the speaker speak way too long. We're going to have him wandering around through the audience because, of course, apparently they only had 45 people at the event. I'm sure it was more, but it looked looked like like it was being broadcast from my local public library. Yeah. Like a small internet <laughs> comedy show. <laughs> and then the only thing I think was different, or the same with Apple event, it was the videos. It's like this overly zoomed in, overly glossy, reflective, you know, like flyover of this techno. It's got to be the same advertising agency, playing both sides, right? It's, it's interesting the way Microsoft now is... Stealing ideas? Well, <laughs> all right, that part is That's maybe... never happened. Um, Zoom, Bing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, the list goes up. But even like in the branding, you know, that they're, they're trying to be the creator's creation tool, and that's where Apple started 100 years ago. So let's talk about Apple real quick, because they got the credit card. I think they've hit saturation on the hardware, and they're trying to go down the digital... You know, digital products are basically zero... Effort. Well, when, they want to make money while they sleep, well, just like everyone I, else. I can't can't blame them. Right. So, but it is interesting that they've had to shift from this we're an amazing uh, hardware company to well, everyone's got one. They're keeping it longer. 
now we got to do this this like digital thing. So that's kind of interesting. And Microsoft's always tried to have like the 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 Windows 10 store. Have you ever gotten anything from the Windows 10 store on purpose? <laughs> well, without work saying, "Hey, you need to go no, download." Right? This. No, okay. I, we're not allowed to do that. Okay. For, at the work machine, but uh, the personal machine, uh, yeah, I think I got, I think I got Skype from the Windows 10 store. And something, uh, I think the Sonos app was there as well. I think I got the window or the, the Linux subsystem from there because you can do <laughs> Linux commands than Windows now. But. Notice how much more street cred Kevin has in the programming <laughs> culture. Oh, yeah, I got two toys. I got an actual tool. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I don't like the Windows 10 store because if you install an app through there, if I feel like you're in like Willy Wonka world, like I don't think it shows up in your control panel and it's just like, how do I get rid of this now? Well, you go to the store and you I know, uninstall. I, but I just don't like the disjointedness. Wow, right. this is really getting off on a tangent. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're talking about what again? Podcast? Bottom yeah, we're, we're looking at we're looking back at fifty episodes, and we've talked a lot of shit in there. So I guess this does still fit. But uh, we're about an hour and thirteen in, minus a minute from the rude interruption from the cell phone. So. <laughs> All right, so I guess uh, that's my cue to wrap this thing up, right? Yeah, any uh, any parting thoughts on a, a look back on 50 episodes? Uh, let's see. I hope the you... top five things that you would tell a future podcaster? Because I think that's what we're going to name this episode. The top five <laughs> things, make it conversational, try to get a guest if you can, um, or have a really good uh, co-host. Um how many? Oh, it's only like That's two. two. <laughs> uh, be consistent. Um, have zero expectation that it's going to be anything other than just you and somebody else talking because that's all it is. And then lastly, um, do your best to um, put some actual effort into the quality of it because I have stopped listening to one of our own episodes before because I'm like, oh my gosh, my microphone. What the fuck <laughs> is going on with my microphone? And and, and you feel dejected because you can't re-record. You're like, fuck it. Just, just power through it, man. Sorry, Bob. It's all right. Well, so. we've both done that, though. I accidentally recorded on my laptop mic once. So. Episode 030 for reference. Oh, that was the one? <laughs> that was the that. one because it was one of our most popular. I'm like, hey, damn. Well, <laughs> Yeah, but I think audio quality is important. Um, those are good five. I'm, I'm very happy with the... You saying don't you know don't expect it to be more than just a conversation. You've come a long way. Well, <laughs> I think the internet culture these days is all you got to do is watch these three YouTube videos and you'll be famous too. Yep, and that's such bullshit. <laughs> what about you? Do you have any five takeaways? I guess maybe I stole all the good ones. No, I think you nailed it on the head, and I you know I think I kind of layered in there that the audio quality is you know I think it's very. It's not of paramount importance, but you can't, if your content's great and your audio quality's not, you might lose listeners. Yes, 100% agree. All right, Bob, I think we just got one more piece of uh, business to do, and we're going to possibly bring the lightning for the very last time.